Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Plant Services Tool Belt Podcast. I'm Tom Wilk, the Chief Editor of Plant Services, and I'm glad you joined us today. In this episode, we talked to Michelle McManaman and Dr. Kim Bynum from Operation New Uniform. This organization, founded in 2014, has established itself as a trend center in the veteran service organization space. And Michelle and Kim joined myself and managing editor Anna Townsend for a discussion on what it takes to graduate more than 350 alums from the program, as well as the skill sets possessed by veterans that impress employers and industry. Well, Michelle and Kim, thank you so much for making time today to speak with uh, Plant Services about Operation New Uniform. Thanks for having us. Could you tell our listeners uh, who may not be aware of Operation Uniform, what are some of the goals for the organization and how is it setting trends specifically for veteran service organizations? Sure. Well, you know, I think the the main thing is, is understanding what Operation Uniform is. A lot of times people hear that name and they think they want to donate suits to us. But Operation New Uniform really is an organization to there to provide services and help our veterans have a smooth transition out of the military. And there's a lot of confusion out there um, as far as what our veterans are looking for when they get out. And there's a lot of confusion on their part on what they really want to do. And we say what you want to be when you grow up because they've some have served for just a few years and some have served for multiple years and figuring out if I want to do the same thing I've done while I was in the military or do I want to do something totally different. So our organization really helps with the mindset behind what that is of a career. Um, We also focus on careers, not jobs. Most people and most organizations are looking to just, let me help you get a job. I'm gonna introduce you to people, get you a job. Well, we're looking to help you get that next career. And that's why partnerships with you all and what you do and how you provide um, great uh, things that are available, opportunities available for our veterans. um, We love to partner with folks like you guys. Yeah, I've, I've got a friend who was a, a, a who worked, was in the first Gulf War in the Signal Corps in the Army, and he was a helicopter tech specifically, and he ended up uh, doing maintenance and and uh, and reliability work once he transitioned out of the Army. Um, how long does each new class in the ONU program spend in the program, and how specifically does ONU work with employers to connect those workers with the right jobs? The course actually lasts two and a half weeks. The in-person, you know, in front of Michelle and myself and Sean, our other trainer, two and a half weeks from 8.30 to 3.30. And we attend class every other day because we want that day in between to allow time for that Mm self-reflection and also for some homework and activities that we're asking them to do. But I will tell you that uh, for Operation New Uniform, not everybody that's a that's served by ONU goes through the actual course. So we've got folks that will call into us and they'll need a, a specific resource or they'll just need a little help with their resume. So we try to plug them in wherever they're at. The, the course, though, allows for those that are really looking to to spend time and make that mental transition and be really reflective and serious about I'm about to pivot. And this is a huge pivot. And I'm willing to take the time in this course to uh, do that mental work to help me prepare so that uh, it's a smooth ride and not just a stutter step until they finally figure it out. And I kind of speak from my own experience that there. And you asked about, Tom, you asked about the employers. 
Mm-hmm. And like Michelle said, we cannot do this without partnerships. And we are so blessed that the business community has just really embraced and understands the value of a, a veteran as an employee and what they bring to the table. And so how we do that is really just through our own networking and building our own relationships within the business community so that they are aware that we have these candidates We also partner with other folks that have candidates so we can provide that steady stream of talent to them and also to bridge the gap that I'm sure your audience is aware of. Sometimes it's hard to translate that helicopter mechanic blowing up tanks in the Gulf War to how is that going to add value to you over here at Google or IBM or wherever, Amazon. And so bridging that gap. Uh, we try to do that with on the employer side as well. So we're helping the veterans be able to articulate what they're doing and then helping the employers to give a little bit of grace and how to maybe dig out that information that they're looking for. And it's been a great partnership. And Tom, if you don't mind, I'm going to elaborate on one other thing. You know, Kim mentioned that it's a two and a half week program and that's just scratching the surface. When we first communicate with the veteran who's looking to come through our program, um, it could be months before our program actually starts and they're part of our ONU family. They graduate uh, from our program and they continue and we tell them it's, I don't know whose lifetime, theirs or ours, but for a lifetime, they are with us. Um, sometimes they go through multiple transitions and we're always there. So they know they have this extended cohort. They have this extended family like they had in the military, someone they can depend on and rely on to always reach out to us. And just as an example, we had an alumni Uh, event last night and there were 75 of our um, alumni and resource partners from town that all came together to support them. So it doesn't ever end. We're there for, like I said, a lifetime, whatever that means. And I appreciate your point about the extended family and and Kim, what you said about transitioning and pivoting. What I'm finding about maintenance and reliability is that this side of the industry is like that extended family. Everyone sort of knows each other on a handshake basis. There's professional events that everyone sort of attends together to to drive best practices. So that family feel is very much what our listeners are accustomed to in this neck of the profession specifically. For sure. So obviously veterans need this wonderful training that you guys provide, but I'd like to talk a little bit about sort of what makes them so well suited for the private sector. Um, can we talk a little bit about sort of what skills and attitudes, you know, veterans have gained from their time in the military um, that will that will help them in the manufacturing world? Um, you know, is this where ONU also drew inspiration from the, the tactics, values and philosophy? You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so I'll kick that off and then I'm going to throw it over to Kim, because I, I don't know if your listeners uh, actually know that Kim is a 21 year Navy veteran. She's an amazing, um, amazing person. I just love having her on my team. You know, she might be four foot nothing, but um, she <laughs> mighty and can kick your butt. So you just need to <laughs> her for all you maintenance and reliability folks. She's the she's the one to talk to. But. Um, You know, the basis of our training started originally, um, my husband and I own a franchise here in Northeast Florida called Sandler Training, and we help uh, businesses and companies and individuals 
to learn how to sell more effectively, um, leadership skills, that type of thing. So we took that training system, the Sandler training system, um, which is a worldwide training system. And we called, or actually I called the owner, Dave Matson, in Baltimore and said, hey, would you be willing to donate all your copywritten material so we can train veterans on how to not sell the product or service, but how to sell themselves and he said, absolutely, it's yours, Michelle, whatever you want to do. And we did. We took that curriculum and massaged it and made it this two and a half week program to be able to really focus on attitude, behavior and technique on how to get that career, how to communicate to the business community, how to translate what they've done to be able to do what you need to do to be able to get that career and maintain it and love it. So, you know, that's where the basis of this stuff comes from. But from the perspective of our veterans, Kim, do you want to talk about that? So, you know, and it's a great question that you asked because my own experience through my transition and then watching, you know, thousands of veterans and trying to help guide them through their journey. What what I found and what I experienced is we don't understand or we underestimate the value that that military experience has has brought to us as a human being. And so talking to employers, uh, what we found is they're really excited about the fact that our veterans are able to uh, lead and be on a team with incredibly diverse populations, because that's what we do in the military. And there's no room for issues. It doesn't matter, boy, girl, black, white, whatever religion, you could have, you know, somebody from Louisiana, and then somebody from, you know, New York, and we're, we're doing it, getting it done, right? And so those soft skills that we sometimes took for granted in the military of uh, adaptability and resilience, and there's no option to not get it done. So you have to be a creative problem solver. Those types of things that we just did through our military career, we don't realize how valuable that is out uh, to the business community. And even just simple things like, you know, the integrity and the commitment to show up every day and give 110%, that's just been uh, instilled as a, as a culture and value for the military. And we bring that to the employers. And I believe that that's why employers are so excited about partnering with organizations like Operation New Uniform, because they know that the innate value that every veteran brings to the table, whether or not that veteran actually Anna realizes it about themselves or not, because sometimes they'll say to me, well, all I did in the military was X, Y, Z. And, you know, nobody, nobody's going to understand that I was a search and rescue helicopter guy you know, making sure if, any, if the helicopter went down, I would save their lives. Oh, that's a pretty big deal. But they just, you know, mentally were just like, yeah, it's, that's no big deal. That's just what I did. That's amazing. Well, let's hear about some of some of your successes. Can you guys talk about some some program or, or placement success stories that you guys have had? We have a ton of them. Came oh my up. gosh, you're, <laughs> you're ready for us to lose our minds now because this is the exciting part. So one of the things that, you know, you guys talked about in your listener group has that culture of, of family and um, just, you know, being always being in, integrated and involved with one another. And one of the, the greatest successes that I love about Operational Uniform is we have, we have 358 Operational Uniform alum out there nationally, all over the place. They tend to be the ones that reach back to the operational uniform program and through our events and through LinkedIn, and they will find our ONU graduates and then help get them hired in the companies that they're serving in. 
So one of our favorite success stories is one of our Operation New Uniform alum, and he works for a, a, a big bank, and he is now on our board. He's gone from being a student to being serving on our board, and he's helped, uh, I think, five or six of his ONU alum to navigate that that um, interview process and to get into some great programs at this bank with with salaries in the six figures. And he just he just does that. He just reaches back and mentors and all of that stuff. So that to me is um, just a testament to ONU is a great program, but that that ability to have that synergy as we grow and our family, our extended family keeps that ball rolling. And I know, Michelle, you've got a specific, you got to tell one of our specific stories. Well, you know what I was going to say, because there's so much, and I don't know how much time you actually have for this podcast, because we can go on forever about this. But the collaboration that we have with other veteran service organizations is something worth noting. And I think that's one of the beautiful things. And I don't know if that's a Northeast Florida thing, um, but it really is amazing how we help each other. If an organization calls us and says, you know what, I'm looking for somebody with these skills, but we're only able to pay this. And they're talking hourly. Um, hourly is not really our niche, but we always wanna help every veteran or every organization that says, I wanna hire veterans. Between Kim and I and our staff, we are looking to figure out how we can get you those folks. So we will refer you to someone like Wounded Warrior. We'll refer you to, you know, Canines for Warriors. There's other veteran service organizations in town that want to help the USO. Um, we all partner together because we know we're not in competition with each other. We're here. Our best interest is for our veterans and whatever they want and whatever our companies can do to hire them is a blessing. But I'll tell you one quick story, if you allow me to, about um, one of our graduates. And it just sticks in my mind how, you know, I don't think people realize that if you see a veteran, but you don't see anything physically wrong, there are hidden wounds that nobody knows about that they may be facing. And nothing that's gonna keep them from doing an incredible job um, at your company if you hire them, but certainly things that they may be dealing with with just the frustration of this whole transition. And I remember this one gentleman that came in and, and he was not broken, he just was in a bad place. He couldn't figure out, um, he didn't have the help he thought he was gonna get when he came out because he, you know, his team members that he served with weren't there. Um, they were all still serving. And here he is out in this world that he was so unfamiliar with, but through our program and the confidence and really the cheerleading that we do on the back end of just being with them, whether it's just, you know, loving on them and telling him how awesome they are and praying with them and just being part of their, you know, new family. This is so important. But at the graduation, and we make a big deal of graduations at every class, his wife and his kids came up to me and she was sobbing and she hugged me and she said, Michelle, I can't tell you what this program has done for my husband. You gave us back my husband and, and the kid's dad. And to me and us, I mean, that's, that's why we're here. That's what we do. And if an organization hires our folks and calls us up and go, that was the best hire I've had in so long. Who else do you have? That's, you know. That's a day in paradise for us. <laughs> wow, I don't know how to follow that up. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> You're going to make me tear up now. <laughs> so, Kim, I think you said you guys are working all over the country. Are there specific regions you're focused on or, or where are you based at and, and are you national? I love that question because, you know, typically when the first couple of years, we were very focused in Northeast Florida. And like a lot of organizations, COVID hit 
and we adapted and we said, what are we going to do? We got to keep training. And that opened our, our scope and our mind up to now to have the same training available virtually. We do hybrid classes. So we have folks in the class here, but if they're not able to get there for whatever reason here in Northeast Florida, they can zoom in like we're zooming right now and they can see everybody just like we can and they're part of the class. And that has opened up the aperture for us to be able to provide the, the actual classroom training to veterans from California to Seattle, Washington, Massachusetts, Maryland. So where are we focusing? Great question. Obviously we're focusing where the veterans are. So where, where do they populate? Where do they, where do they aggregate when they're, when they're transitioning out? And so that's one of the reasons why we are next expanding and have our next live class in Tampa, Florida this August, right? There's CENTCOM, there's SOCOM, there's a lot of folks that want to uh, retire and, and settle in that area in Tampa. Um, but we have plans and have been strategic to, with our partners also to figure out what are, where are those areas where we can uh, best and most efficiently get there to provide these services. But even outside of the classroom, um, you know, anybody can call us, anybody LinkedIn, you know, on LinkedIn hops in and says, hey, Kim, I heard about you from so-and-so. Can you help me with X, Y, Z? And it's just been fantastic to see uh, our, our aperture go from, oh, here we are in Jacksonville to just exploding nationwide and being able to serve vets everywhere. So I, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, um, I was looking at your website again before we talked and I loved all the testimonials from the graduates that are on the site. And there was one that stuck out. Maybe we can uh, close off our conversation uh, with this topic. One of the recent graduates stated that the program, quote, polishes the diamond that we already are. And one of the reasons it resonated, it resonated personally, it was a moving statement, um, but also in terms of the maintenance reliability mindset, we've got a team of listeners here who are dedicated to taking a look at that uh, uh, motor that's rusty or has leaks in it uh, or, 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 that, or that printing press or that food processing equipment, which has a bunch of corrosion on it. And they are specialists in asset care and specialists in making sure that the machinery in the plant runs as it's supposed to. And I love the metaphor that here you are with your program, working with people to polish the diamond that they already are to make sure that they are operating as they should and as they can. Um, can you talk about some more of the things that your program graduates and the veterans are gaining from being part of the ONU Vets program? Go ahead, Kim. <laughs> well, that's This is Michelle's specialty. And I will tell you that I believe that this metaphor that you're talking about it really is the crux and the niche of what makes Operational Uniform who we are and how we're able to impact. And so uh, to your point, Michelle's the expert and so wonderful at teaching our veterans that their identity is not tied to their role. 21 years in the Navy wearing a uniform, I was ops, weps, sailor, uh, you know, shipmate. And I really lost who I was, just Kim. Hmm. And so Michelle provides this training to our veterans that comes from Sandler's, the IR theory that says, hey, when you were born, you were a 10. You were amazing. You, just like that new piece of equipment, Tom, before it started getting used and had circumstances happening to it and the environment hitting it, right? 
it was this pristine thing. Well, it's still that wonderful, that machine still has that wonderful value, just like our veterans do. And just because our circumstances and our roles and these things hit us inside of who we are at the core, we're still tens. We're still as pristine and wonderful the day that we were born or the day that that machine was created and first used. And so we, that has been such a focal point of, of who ONU is and what we represent. And, uh, you know, Michelle is able to uh, instill that concept and, and just really we see the light bulbs go on and the ahas. And that is where we see that start to them figuring out what do I want to be when I grow up? Who am I going to be next? Because it's not about what uniform I wear, what job I have. It's this is me and this is what I bring to the table. Michelle, I don't know if you want to elaborate on anything. This is her baby. She's so great at it. You know, it, it's not my, thanks, Kim. I appreciate you very much for saying that, but this is a Sandler training concept, the IR theory, and it really is so powerful. It really is the basis of what we do. Whether you're teaching someone how to sell a product or service or whether you're teaching them how to sell themselves, if we don't understand our identity has to stay strong because our role side is going to get dinged all day, every day. And just think about it, you know, for every person that wakes up in the morning, I might be a good mom one day, but ask my kids the next day, I might not be. So, you know, it could be a good employee, it could be a good sailor or a good, you know, soldier, depending, or a good employer for that matter. Um, every day is going to shift and we have to be prepared for that. And if our identity is sound and good and is a 10, like Kim said, everything else can kind of fluctuate, but as long as we stay, you know, that perfect 10 inside, all else as well. Sounds like that could be good training for everybody. <laughs> Amen, sister. It is. <laughs> well, I, with that, that's a great point to close on. Uh, the website is onuvets.org. The program is Operation New Uniform. So once again, I'd like to thank Michelle McManamon and Dr. Kim Biner for being with us. Thank you both today. Thank you, thank you guys for having us. It was great.